Hey everybody, welcome to Dental Voice with Zyrus. My name is Rolando Mia, and we are at SmileCon 2023 live in person. And our guest today is Dr. John Camisi. So we have a wonderful and long history with Dr. Camisi. Dr. John is a good friend and somebody that I personally look up to and I learn a lot from. In addition to being one of the professors at Medical University of South Carolina, their dental school, he's also now the president of the South Carolina Dental Association and a member of, or social member of, delegate for the American Dental Association. So, first of all, Dr. Kamisi, thank you so much for joining. Always a pleasure being with you, <laughs> We always have a good time together. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very dangerous, but, you know, we figure it out as we can. And I look almost as good as he does. So we'll work on that. <laughs> so the thing that the thing that we want to talk to Dr. Kamisi, Dr. John, about right now is a topic that's kind of top of mind with regard to dentistry, with regard to the American Dental Association, and also the fact that he's the he is the president of the South Carolina Dental Association, very top of mind about that. And that has to do with a couple of things: wellness and kind of the well-being of, of dental professionals, but also the role that these organizations play in supporting dentists, and also the most recent uh, idea context of young dentists and, and membership in the, uh, yeah. the organization. Yeah. So I'm gonna hit them. You ready? Don't hit me hard. <laughs> I bruise easily. <laughs> so first of all, congratulations. I love Thank the you. fact there couldn't be a better person at the helm of the South Carolina Dental Association. And and I don't, I, I'm not trying to blow wind in your ear here. This is, this is real because I get to see the interaction and we work with him closely at M MUSC. But the question I want to hit you with or ask you mm -hmm. to address is this. At the national level with the American Dental Association, we've had an opportunity to speak with, with Dr. Uh, John Comia, with Dr. Suzanne Ebert. And now that I uh, have an opportunity to speak with some of the constituents, how is it going with the South Carolina Dental Association? And, you know, with regard to this issue of membership and all that, um, are you experiencing the same thing and what are you doing about it? Well, it's a really great question. South Carolina is a unique entity in and of itself, smaller state. Uh, membership has always been very confined because of this of the the size of the state. So that's that's not an issue. But unlike every organization, percentages of membership are are dropping, right, unfortunately. Right. And that's because of the uh, the change in the overall environment that our students are moving into at post graduation. Many of them go into residencies, which is really very nice uh, to expand. Many of them go into the military service, which is fantastic. Uh, because they serve our country and they're able to uh, really gain even more knowledge. Experience, yeah, right? Uh, they, think about you know, that. Dental, dental college, dental school, it, it gives them to a certain level. And then going into residencies and going into uh, the, uh, the military helps in that aspect. It uh, gets them more in experience, more opportunity, and gives them a different perspective than they can get when they're in the dental colleges itself. How, how do you like the community health centers? And, and yeah, those, yeah, we got, those are all, those are that, all right? part of it. You know, okay. our students here are all over, which is really wonderful because it shows that there's a continued interest in growing in the profession. I, real quick, are you seeing the same thing with young dentists? Yeah. Dentists who are maybe out five, even as, as far as 10 years, into their careers as they as they transition and, and start evolving. Statistically, what we have seen is that the first three years out of dental school, our membership in our students is very very positive. Year three, Wait, things, three years, three years, 
Year three, then we start to see the potential drop off. Okay. Because at three years, full dues membership is necessary in the ADA. To be a part. Exactly. To participate. Yeah. And, and so that's where our biggest challenge is right now. Uh, several years ago, the House of Delegates changed the, the overall uh, graduated dues from five years to three. Um, you know, we're revisiting that. We, through the strategic forecasting uh, groups, we're re-evaluating whether or not uh, that is a beneficial thing. Or right, should we right, right. move it back out to five years? Because all of the younger docs that I speak with, they say at five years, I've gotten myself established. Yeah, now I yeah. can, as a member out that four and fifth year, I can then take that full dues and really use it to the benefit and so, derive what exactly, it is exactly exactly because they can see the power and the benefit of being part of the organization so it's at three years with some of the challenges that we're seeing statistically at least in south carolina and it may be the same across country what we need to do is enable these young men and women to see the value three years now and that's where right now the organization as a whole is revisiting how do we keep our new doctors engaged and that's something that the house is going to be deliberating on this year and their councils committees and the strategic forecasting group are going to be looking at that as well that's a, well the good news is it's actually being seen correct one of the one of the questions or one of the things is as as young dental professionals start entering into the the workforce and start doing that in your opinion, because are you a member? Yes, of course. Right. I've been, a, I've been a member since I graduated from dental school thousands of years ago. Uh, <laughs> be, before you knew right it. During the at, Jurassic with, period. With the rocks and the hammer. Uh, and and I've, I've been a member of organized, exactly. <laughs> I've been a member of organized dentistry from day one. Yes. Yeah, because so. there was value. Because the offerings that are the Academy of General Dentistry, the ADA, and all the other groups offered to us. So from your perspective, in, in speaking to and and addressing or highlighting for young people who either, even without considering, don't become members or were at one point members, decided to step away. What are some of the things that are happening, especially with the yeah. South Carolina Dental Association, that people probably don't even realize are happening? Well, we're, we're trying to address the workforce issues, uh, which is a big member challenge uh, right now, being able to find uh, team members that are going to be able to work with us uh, in the private offices. Again, I'm not in the private arena any longer. Uh, 34 years in private practice prior to going to university six years ago. Uh, and I, I'm still very in tune with what's going on with the membership because they are communicating with us. They're yeah. having problems following, finding the dental assistant, finding the dental hygienist. The staffing continues, and to, continues be to be a issue, problem. Right? And even now, we, we had, in South Carolina, we had a workforce summit in which we brought all of the various schools, the dental assisting schools, the dental hygiene schools, together. That's kind of good to hear. In a way, so that this way we could find out what was going on and why. Wait, wait, wait. You weren't just sitting back speculating? We actually, we actually tried to find the data, the concept, <laughs> uh, to figure out why things are. And several issues come up. Yeah, yeah. Number, one it's, number one, it's faculty. Uh, there's a faculty shortage occurring. It's both on the university aspect of the dental colleges and on the, uh, the, the training institutions for hygiene and, and assistance. So we're having a, a, a resource drain. As more and more of the new schools are opening up, they're taking faculty from X, Y, and Z. So that's one of the things on the dental college aspect. Right, right. On the dental hygiene and dental assisting, 
there are necessary requisites that CODA puts into place. Faculty members in dental hygiene schools have to have a baccalaureate to teach. In order, oh, okay, that makes sense. Okay, so it can be a bachelor's degree in any subject. Of course, it doesn't have to be in hygiene, but a bachelor's degree is necessary, according to CODA, in order to enable faculty. So the faculty-student ratio isn't been improved because of the, the hygienists may or may not have their bachelor's degree. That's a challenge. Volunteer docs coming in to work at the hygiene and the assistant colleges is also an issue that we found out that we didn't really understand before. Wow. We have many of our member dentists who are volunteers at our dental hygiene and our dental assistant group, and we're so grateful to y'all for doing that. And that was said by a New Yorker, by the way. Uh, anyway, uh, the reality is, is that uh, the, the opportunity that our members giving back is immense. And they'll always be there because dentists as a whole, dentistry as a whole, is a giving profession. Oh, yes. Absolutely. And so you can see our, our membership uh, does that. And we, we're trying to work collaboratively to find solutions. And some of the answers, we've, we've, we're starting to develop some solutions. We have a fast track opportunity for dental hygienists. So before, before you go to the yeah. solutions, it yeah. sounds like, the, the one, it's not just a resource issue right. on the ground. It's a resource issue bringing people in to, to kind of do that. So right. it's kind of like a double whammy, it yeah. sounds like. Yeah. The other thing is, I, I think it's really important, and I, I want to highlight this, you're actually talking directly yeah. to We have to. Each. Yeah. Why didn't it? How, what's taking so long to get there? Uh, I don't know. I just work here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but what's nice is, again, it, the, the really, well, I think what's powerful is you're, you're driving the the direct engagement. Yeah, which, and again, which is, which my is, board, my, my board of uh, uh, executive board is really a great group of people. Uh, I've been involved with them now for the past four years. Work here. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> I've been involved with them for a very long time, and they're all each year as as the new members rotate on and the older members rotate off. And I'll be doing that in a little while. Uh, I'll be a has been on uh, at eleven fifty nine p.m. On, and December 31st, uh, my, my, my president-elect, Jim Howell, hi, Jim, uh, will be getting a phone call from me, and I'm going to reach out and say, tag, you're it. But anyway, <laughs> but the reality is we get, we get along, we work together, we know there are issues that need to be managed. Yeah. The ADA recognizes that there are issues that got to be managed. You know, Ray Comia and, and, and everybody, all of the trustees see the problems. They are being they are becoming more effective. They're looking at things and they're able to act better. With the strategic forecasting committees that are now created, they can act faster. And on a local level, we could do that because we're always together and we can see what's happening. And on a, a national level, you've got harder. 50 different states and then inside of those states, there are all these components and entities that may or may not talk to each other. <laughs> You, you, you hope that they do, but yeah. You hope that they the do, but sometimes there's a challenge in that aspect for whatever reason. It's amazing uh, as we talk around the things, how many dental college entities don't talk with their state dental associations. Interesting. Very interesting. And you just assume that they do, right? You, you make that presumption, but the problem is they don't. So you look at it and suddenly uh, in our caucus, we have three deans from North Carolina, from uh, East Carolina University and from MUSC. They're part of our caucus. They're there to be putting the input that we need to understand what's going on in the collegiate level. We have our state presidents and all of our executive committees from the three states, Virginia, North Carolina, and South Carolina, talking together. 
we working together because three separate entities can, if they can, if three separate states can find parity, then you've got something going. And if you can get 50, that's even better. That's even better. So yeah. that's what the ADA is trying to do, trying to understand nationally, state-wise, and locally and, and what's all going of this, on. All of this, well, the, the good news is it's happening. Correct. And, and you want more, to, more has happened in the last year uh, than has happened many, many years before that because the system had to go through a mechanism That's of action. So now that we're there, able to respond more proactively in a more effective so manner. based on that, yeah. what is, let's boil it down sure. for young dentists or, mm -hmm. or graduating dentists or uh, early career yeah. and, and even uh, seasoned dentists who are, who are, who well, maybe have left. Let's start with the new practitioners, the, the recent graduates. This year, the ADA put in a program that all recent graduates have no ADA dues for the first year. And interestingly, something even more unique and different was that all of our students that go into residency programs, they're not, they're staying as ADA members as long as they sign up and they don't have to worry about their, their first year out of residency is no oh, cost so, to them. So, but what's the value that, to that? The value so the is that, that basically that they, can, they can continue to use the resources of what the ADA and the state organizations have for them, basically. So it gives them the ability to gain access. And without... also to be part of the overall mechanism of action, being part of the organization, voicing, because each state, our state, the reason we have the Workforce Summit is because we heard our membership loud and clear saying that there was a problem. And we needed, rather than, pointing, something about rather than pointing fingers and saying X, Y, and Z, let's gather everybody together in one room in a safe environment and, figure and out allow the conversation. We had a great, great uh, person who moderated the entire thing, Dr. Amy Martin, who is one of our chairs, who has been in uh, population management and, and population health her entire career. So Amy moderated the whole thing. But we had each of the hygiene schools and each of the demo assisting schools tell us what they're seeing and what their challenges are and why the resources go. are not available. So we've got an incredible document that we're hoping to publish if a journal would actually do something, not saying which one, <laughs> uh, we want to put that in there to share the information with everybody. That is we're, in the, cool. we're in the process of trying to get that published. Uh, and hopefully some agency, you know which one, might be able to do that someday. But anyway, but I won't say the name of the editor, even though I was just with them out in, in San Diego at a meeting. But anyway, uh, you know, holy cow. It has, it has something to do with a J in front of it, or the initials. But anyway, um, the, the reality is we want we want to share that data. We want to share so, that. So for the for the young dentist, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Being now, able to gain access. Then we then wait, we get. Wait, 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 before we go. How <laughs> just because it's available? Yeah. How do you get them to actually do something? Because it's well, it's a two way street, right? You, you see what? How do you bring the bring the horse to water? No, you can. Well, basically. They're given an opportunity to sign up right after they graduate. If they don't do that, I can't help you. So but it's it's the there's it, it's an, there's an engagement. It's an impetus on, on the individuals to make something happen. You offer them the food. If they take it, awesome. If they don't, there you go. It's like mom and dad would do. You don't eat, you starve. So <laughs> you know, this is the thing. Okay. So we have to look at it. So. 
it's it's offered, it's available, it's so a possibility. So it's about encouraging them to actually and be involved. And because not just if they're not involved, as I said at the graduation, you if go. you don't get involved, then you have no say in what goes on, and there's no way for you to complain. That's a good point. Bottom line: if you don't vote, don't complain. Thanks, Dad. You're welcome. <laughs> no, no, actually, that's no. And, and hold on, that's all joking aside. It's that's true. a good point because it's true. It, if, it's if a personal you, responsibility. Yeah, yeah. So, what about the okay. the, the the career the dentist now the mid are not the, seeing the, the early value. year, the mid year, and the senior season doctor. Each of them have different needs and different expectations. The problem is, of course, they're seeing the incorporation of the uh, uh, the corporate entities. Yeah, yeah. All right, the big and that's entities, a reality. As as basically a challenge to their mom and pop shops. Like, oh, absolutely. So, and it's very threatening and, and very scary because there's scale. So the size and the scale of the organizations can buy and obtain things at a better deal than can most of mom and pop shops. And again, that's an issue that I think the American Dental Association is trying to investigate, to try to enable a better scalability for-, for Wait, wait, actually addressing- that, That's one of my hopes and dreams that can be done because if we are able to uh, enable our independent private practitioners to compete at an, at an equivalent level, it'll be beneficial. Well, and it helps everyone because exactly. now- they don't. They don't suffer. Right. And that's that's one of the biggest challenges I think that most of our membership is facing. Uh, and then at the end, at the other end of the scale, the senior docs who are getting ready to retire. Yeah. Connecting so connecting everybody together, and can they sell their practice or can they bring in someone that's going to take over? I was very fortunate. I found someone to take over the practice, and that was a beautiful thing. It was like, thank you God, uh, that it happened. Uh, and so, but that's, I'm not, not everybody's as lucky. Yeah, Some yeah. folks, unfortunately, uh, struggle to incorporate, to bring people yeah. in, which is a shame too, because they can offer the benefits and the opportunities that the corporations can do. And that's, that's the issue. And sometimes my colleagues stay too long because they love what we do. And again, the reality is, is that if it, there's a, there's a, a peak and a plateau in the overall practice of dentistry. And if you're lucky enough to have someone come in while you're at that plateau, then that continues to build up and brings value. But if you are not in that area any longer, then your expectations of the gazillion dollar practice being sold and the reality Changes of it being dramatically, then it being a buck and ch buck change, uh, you know, becomes a real issue. Yeah. So we have to be fair to ourselves. We have to be fair to and the the doctors that we're trying to bring in, and we need to be fair to the community in general. So again, realistic understanding. If you love what you do, and dang it, you should, and you want to stay on, then enter into a relationship with the younger doctor that will enable you to stay on for the time period that they and you believe is beneficial. That just makes, I'm sorry, business sense. Well, sometimes the most obvious things aren't so obvious. Correct. And, and, and the, what the good news though, and I think, and I feel what's very encouraging right now is that, you know what, you, you are plugged in, you know what's going on. You're able to kind of see that. It would have been scary, but, but also very unlike what I know about you, to sit here and, and be clueless about it, and that's yeah. that's a good thing. From a from a from a from okay, so from a position of having been in private practice, mm -hmm. 
having had that success, having transitioned, now working with academia, and then also the exposure to the, to the uh, I'm gonna call it local, regional, and national level. Yeah. What message do you wanna to give to our viewers, the people who are sitting here, and understanding that these are students, these are young people, these are old people. What's the message that you would like to get across to them as a function of everything that we just talked about here well, that doesn't get too, you know, too thick about the things? What yeah. is the message you would want to get to them? The most important thing, Ro, is that, you know, you stay involved. Uh, stay if, you, involved. if you don't stay involved, and we have a very strong ASDA group at the, at the college. We have a very strong student AGD group. These young men and women want to belong. And wow. as long as we have provide them the value proposition, that enables them to see the benefit, that's gonna be it. And that's what the ADA is trying to do right now, trying to show the benefit and the value proposition that is there for being part of membership. And so that's step one. Number two, so stay involved. Stay involved, because if you're not involved you and can. something goes wrong, who are you gonna blame? Yeah, so, stay involved. Right, so, because this way you have an advocate looking out for you. You have a resource to guide you into the directions that are appropriate. If you don't have that resource and you don't tap into that benefit, then you don't get it. Then you don't get it. Yeah. And you're out there alone trying to figure out how do I manage this challenge? So that's that's one of the most important things. And then you're saying number two? Number, number two is basically for our, uh, our, our newer docs, middle docs, and seasoned docs. Stay involved, but also help each other. Ah, okay. You know, there are too many times that the, uh, the, the the junior doctor thinks that they should get everything on a silver platter. That's not always the way it's got to be done. And not everybody in the senior aspect is basically entitled to whatever they want either. So we <laughs> so need it goes to, both ways. We need we need to have everybody cooperate, work together in an you know, in an amicable manner that's financially beneficial for everybody. Everybody needs to pay their bills because God knows that you dental students oh, and you have a zillion dollars in bills. There are and bills. The unfortunate reality is that the senior doctor also has a gazillion dollars. Be fair to one another. You cannot make $300,000 straight out of school in a private practice or that expect is not happening. You can do that in a larger conglomerate circumstance and certainly can, but what do you gain? What do you give up? I don't know. I've never been in that capacity, so I can't answer that. But well, there are always pros and cons to every so direction the, that you go. I, I, I really very much appreciate the, the context around yeah. <clears throat> for each constituent or for each cohort, there needs to be clarity around, Correct. but also an, 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 a collaboration Correct. in understanding that there are needs on each side Correct. and not just it's not just about me and, and being, what I want. Being fair. Yeah. Being and, and, fair. And understanding that and yeah. recognizing that's it. Correct. That is awesome. Stay involved and then collaborate. Be Correct. fair. Anything else? God. <laughs> uh, stay educated. Uh, that's probably the other thing. If you don't continue <coughs> to stay up on what the latest aspects of the profession are, you are going to miss a lot. Yeah, and that's a, and that's a very good and, and, and again, it's I'm, evolving and it's, it's being, being involved, going to going to <coughs> meetings like this, going to your state meetings to be involved with the latest, what the or the educational process, what's the evolving, what is the the state of the art currently, which is huge, and it, it's it's constantly changing. the The aspects of what I learned back when I graduated in 1983, 40 years later, is a different thing. 
but right. you need the basic fundamentals of what you gained in dental school in order to build upon it. And don't ex think that you you know everything, because uh, I still don't. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here with Ro. Because uh, <laughs> I don't know. Me either. But the, rea the reality here is that be a perpetual student. That's be it. hungry for knowledge, because with that knowledge, you can then uh, improve things. You know, it, it, it's, it's looking at what's the latest opportunities for bettering what I can deliver to the patients that I do. Yeah. It's not like at MUSC, when we, first, when we were first able to engage and bring in the devices to help us out, and then being the first college on the in the entire country to have the anterior <laughs> okay, okay, right, anyway, I gotta well, do that every year but anyway uh, and our students love the devices because right. it makes things work easy but again we we need to continually engage yeah no so, no so fine. first of all sorry. One of sorry about this sorry about the hitting again <laughs> but mark <laughs> so the, the, the thing the thing the thing that that I think is really important and, and it is and this is why we do these things and this is why I ask you First of all, there's a there's a real problem, yeah. and and I, I really really appreciate and love the fact that there's an acknowledgement of that, and that problem involves people yeah. engaging and actually talking to those people. Yeah. That's an important very thing, much. and I took that away very quickly. What's also nice is there's consistency across, and it looks like now slowly it's going to take time. Connections are being made. Right. There's a recognition that there's a collaboration that has to occur, and more importantly. It's about connecting and ensuring that people aren't either left out or leaving themselves out. Correct. I think the, the, one of the biggest messages that I've heard from you, and um, I don't want to put words in your mouth, is you have to be involved. Yeah. Because That's if you're so not involved, correct. then you're not. And then uh, there's no reason or there's no recourse for you if things aren't going with what you're looking for. Correct. So that's the big yeah. thing. That's so important. Holy cow. First of all, Dr. Kamisi, Dr. John, Good friends, we, we do have a lot of fun with each other. We laugh a lot, yeah. but it's also there's a there's an intensity to him, and, and I very much appreciate. It. I can also see why his students adore him. And, it's my and honor and pleasure to cause trouble with you on a regular oh. basis, my friend. Well, uh, thank you so much for joining us, and really appreciate. It. I know that you're busy, and yeah. and that there's a lot of lot going on, and it's always it's always refreshing, and, and I always enjoy doing that. And thank you. It's great if people wanted to reach out to you. You can Best reach way. Out, well. You can try to reach me via my uh, my MUSC account. It's easy. It's my last name, Kamisi, C O M I S I at musc.edu. And if you put in the title uh, that crazy man Rolando, I might actually answer it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, thank you so much for that, and really appreciate the you know willingness to just kind of share what 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 else is going on. And then also articulate, you know, both good and bad, what, what's yeah. happening. And I think that's key. It's Folks, my pleasure. There you have it, Dr. John Camisi, a very good friend. But also, you know, there's a there's a need for us to continue to stay engaged. Sometimes it's hard to, but you can also have fun doing it and always have fun understanding and, and learning from Dr. John. If you like this, please share it. Please reach out to Dr. Camisi if you have any questions for him. And also challenging him. You're going to laugh, but when you challenge him, you're going to get the straight scoop. Which is if you like this content, please share it. If you love it, go ahead and put a like in there. And also, let us know other things that you're looking for. We look forward to seeing you again in the next Dunboys. Thank you for joining us. Always, my friend. Thank you very Take much. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye.